Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for purpose and a more fulfilling life? Are you looking for inspiration and encouragement? Then this is the place for you. I'm Brooke Moore. I'm Gretchen Jackson. I'm Kelly Strother. I'm Tharwit Lovett. We are Shifter. In this podcast, we will address all things mindset. You will hear real stories from real women who have faced their fears, crushed their limiting beliefs, and have turned their mess into their message by shifting their mindsets and leveling up in business and life. The mission of Shifter is to empower women with tools to shift their minds to level up in business and life. We aim to support the big dreams of all women and want to celebrate their success. Each month, we will highlight the story of a woman-owned business. Today, we are sharing Moon Goddess Bath Boutique. Last year, when COVID hit, Kimberly France lost her job, as did many others. She always had a passion for bath and body products and had done most of her meditation and rituals in a bath. She feels the bath is a sacred place. Soon, Moon Goddess Bath Boutique was born. All of her products are born from the concept, bath and beauty with intent. As her shop has evolved, she has introduced skincare products along with her original bath products. She also harnesses the power of crystals and intentional herbs to help benefit the skin and body as well as the mind. Moon Goddess Bath Boutique offers a very wide variety of bath and beauty products, perfumes and colognes, body oils, lotions, bath bombs, feminine care, body scrubs, facial care, hair care, and facial serums. Kimberly's goal is to help women find their inner goddess and shine. She loves to remind her clients, we are women, we are the divine. You can find Moon Goddess Bath Boutique on Etsy, Facebook, and Instagram. Now, on to our episode. Hello everyone, I'm Gretchen Jackson, and today's episode has me so excited I cannot hardly stand it. I'm obsessed with human design, and I have no doubt that after this interview, you will be too. Today's guest is the phenomenal Eden Carpenter. Eden founded Intuition Lifestyle in 2019 while earning her Bachelor of Science in Nursing. She scaled to multiple six figures in revenue and stepped away from the nursing world shortly after to focus all of her efforts on her rapidly growing company. Eden advocates for an unconventional approach to success, business, and manifesting through intuitive living and radical self-trust. She educates others through courses, books, coaching, and her Sacred Success Coaching Certification. Welcome to the show, Eden. Hello, Gretchen. Thank you for having me here. I'm delighted to be here today. I am fangirling just a little bit, if I'm being honest. (laughs) I've followed you for a long time, and when I found Human Design, your um, website was the first one I found, and then, because synchronicity, I heard you on the Manifestation Babe podcast, which is quite a big deal. (laughs) So I'd love for you to start with your transition from nursing into full-time course creator human design. Absolutely. So the pandemic was really good for me. I started studying human design in the middle of nursing school and kind of had a summer break that was really good for diving deeper into the subject. So I'd been studying it. I'd been creating programs, kind of responding and living by design. I found myself in a position where I had a six-figure launch for my certification program. And then I was starting a brand new job as a nurse because I graduated and was now ready to start as a nurse. So one thing led to another and I realized that I was so stressed in every area of my life because all of my time was going towards this new job. We were renovating a house at the time. 
we were, I was trying to create content for my certification program. I wasn't sleeping and I was just the epitome of angry and frustrated. So if you understand human design, those are my non-self themes. I was angry. I was frustrated. And that led to me recognizing that I wasn't fulfilled being a nurse and that I was doing a lot better work online in my coaching world, in my little online business. So I made the decision to quit. It was, it was a big decision, lots of emotions to process, but I made the decision and I actually made the decision then quit the next day. So it was, it was a big event. That's amazing. I think that it's so important for everyone to hear that like you went to school, you went traditional, you went to this thing and then you realized you were not actually called to do that. And so it's, it's a hard reconciliation, especially after you've put in all that time. Yeah. So do you think, let's just start from the beginning. Tell everyone kind of explain what human design is. Um, I am pretty obsessed with personality tests. I love the Enneagram. I diagnose everyone around me as introvert, extrovert, you know, all the things. Um, but what I really have found so great about human design is that you cannot cheat on it. It is based on the day you were born, where you were born, the time you were born, and it's not based on how you're feeling today and you're not answering personality questions about yourself. So why don't you just kind of tell us for beginners what human design is? Absolutely. Human design is kind of a complex topic. And like you mentioned, you're really into the Enneagrams. That was something that I studied before human design. I got really into the Myers-Briggs personality mm -hmm. types. That was my gateway personality typing system was the MBTI. And I studied that to the point where I could type people. I could get into a conversation and usually get their personality type. Um, so I'm very familiar with kind of that personality typing genre or direction introduction to human design. So human design is kind of this blend, right? It's if astrology and the Myers-Briggs kind of had a baby, <laughs> it's pretty complicated. There's a lot of different layers that you're looking at. So I like to explain it not necessarily in the technical terms, but in terms where you're actually going to make sense. So we are always experiencing some sort of energetic weather. Today feels different than yesterday feels. And so when you're born, there's this moment where you have a first impression of who you are. You wake up and you kind of open your eyes for the first time you take that first breath and you're like, oh, this is what it feels like to be me. That is your first impression of who you are. And so the first time that you experience life, the first time that you experience being yourself, there's going to be this imprint, this imprinting. This is going to be a moment where you are looking at the energy around you and it's your first moment as you. So you're building a core memory and based on where the planets are in that moment where you're born, you're going to imprint specific skills and specific traits. So the things that you felt like the day you were born are the things that you're going to feel the most comfortable doing. And so we can use human design looking at it that way. We can talk about neutrinos and stars and planets and chemistry and the degrees. We can get into that. But really what human design is, is it's your comfort zone. It shows you the things that are going to feel really comfortable for you to do, the things that are kind of personal power, the things that no matter what the situation is, you have this inner confidence and you can say, oh yeah, I remember how to do that. I don't know how I know how to do that, but I remember how to do that. So it shows you your comfort zone and then it shows you all of the areas in which you're going to be pulled away from your comfort zone, the things that are going to grow you, the things that are going to challenge you, the skills that you're going to learn that are going to help you develop as an individual. So that's how I like to look at what human design is. I love that, that you're, cause it does <laughs> feel like when you know your human design and when you really get into it and figure it out, 
you can, it is all about how you feel to me. It is. And I'm going to let you go into what different types of human design are, but I'm going to start with, I'm a one, three generator. And as a generator, if it doesn't light me up, I cannot push myself through it. So all of my life, I got myself into situations like college or, you know, friendship situations, all kinds of things where I just am like, why am I so different? This is so hard and it's so easy for everyone else. And I, when I first did my chart, I thought I was a little bit confronted. Like I was like, they kind of know me and also rude. Like you're like calling me out on whatever. But I was convicted by it because my motto for a couple of years and everyone that knows me knows if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. I've been saying that for years. When I printed my chart from whatever site that I found the first time, um, at the bottom, it says, generators, unless they feel it's a hell yes, it should become a hell no. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel seen. <laughs> so I encourage everyone to get their chart done saying, do you know your human design? Do you? They're like, I'm an Enneagram too. And I'm like, but do you know your human design? So why don't you tell us the different types of human design and kind of what that means? Yeah, absolutely. So when we're looking at human design, like I mentioned, that first impression, we kind of have this, this clock in human design. We have the rave mandala. And so essentially you've got numbers. We call all of the numbers in the human design chart gates. So you're looking at your human design chart. We've got shapes. We're going to look in those shapes. There's numbers. We have numbers one through 64 somewhere on the body graph. So the rave mandala puts all of these 64 numbers in essentially a clock formation. And so each of the planets are going to move through the clock at different times. You know how the hand, the minute hand moves a little bit faster, moves much faster than the hour hand and the second hand moves much quicker. So all of the planets move at different times and based on where they are, we're kind of looking at, we're looking at direction. We're looking at what things, what energy, what information did you receive in that moment that you were born? And so we're going to pick up on, we're going to see where the planets were. You're going to see those numbers in the columns on the side. The numbers are what we call gates. So these gates are the building blocks of human design. There's 64 gates. And essentially each of these gates is a specific personality trait, or it's a specific person. It's your, your personality, your skill set is wrapped up in these gates that we have. They are based on the I Ching, which deals with human archetypes and kind of behavioral patterns. And so it's really interesting to look at um, just the different interpretations of these 64 archetypes and behavioral patterns. So based on these 64 behavioral patterns, you're going to get information from specific planets that's going to kind of help you figure out what area of your life that trait is going to be expressed most strongly or what's that, what's the scene, right? What's the setting in which you're going to develop that trait most naturally? Where is it going to feel easiest to express, essentially? So the planets are going to show you what area of your life is it going to be easiest and most comfortable for you to express this particular trait. Then moving over to the body graph, that's the actual human design picture. Here we've got, we've got lines that connect the different shapes. So two gates makes a channel. We've got two numbers. And you'll see that there's lines that kind of connect the shapes. I'm like trying to visualize it with you. <laughs> and if you hear papers rustling, I'm holding my chart in my hand so I can follow along. Perfect. So everyone yeah. get your chart and then tune back in. <laughs> yes. Look at your chart. So we have these shapes and the shapes are what we call centers. And so the centers are similar to the chakras. They're areas of energy. They're hubs of energy that deal with a specific theme. Then we have pathways. So essentially pathways in which we can translate one energy into another energy. So essentially this is taking one gate, one specific personality trait, 
one talent and transmuting it and translating it to something else. We call these channels. So two gates will make up a channel based on the planets that you have defined or based on where the planets are. That's going to define gates, two gates, if they're defined in the same specific place, like gate 64, 61, and 63 are always in the head center. So all of the gates, they don't move, the planets move. So the ones that are colored in and defined versus undefined are what's going to change for you. So channels are areas where you can move one type of energy to another type of energy. So if you have like, let's say your head center, the top one, and your Ajna center, that second triangle down, if both of those are colored in, there's a line that connects both of them. So you've got two gates there, defined channel. That's going to mean that you can take mental pressure and questions and you can transmute that into understanding certainty, perspectives, and opinions. So you can kind of filter that and understand it. So understanding your channels is going to teach you how you move energy. What things are you good at moving from one thing to another? And so there's a bunch of different ways that we can look at the channels. Based on the channels that you have defined and the centers that you have defined, that's going to make up your human design type. Human design type is actually where we typically start. I like to just build it so that people can kind of see how you make your type and really the type is a generalization that's really at the top, but there's a lot underneath just human design types. So in the types, we've got four main aura types and five typical types that you will see in, if you just go and get your charts, we have generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. The generators, you mentioned that you're a generator. I'm a manifesting generator, so we'll start with generators. Generators have a defined sacral center. And so what this means is they have a consistent access to life force energy. So you build energy within your body consistently. Within your aura, there's constantly this sense of, I could build that, I could create that, I can give life to that. And it's part of our process to move that energy. We have a desire, we have pressure in our body that says, I need to do something, I need to move, I need to get things done. Mm -hmm. And so we are here to express that in a specific way. And that leads to us desiring to work a lot of the times. I love the work that I do. It's leading us to do things like you mentioned, things that light you up are really important because when we're working in an area that gives us life, it kind of gives life back. We find this endless energy, essentially. You're going to find satisfaction. You will find, you'll be really happy there. You'll be doing work that's really aligned for you and feels good for you as well. When you're in the shadow, when you're not quite expressing yourself in the highest way, you're going to get really frustrated. So generators are going to be people who are designed to follow what lights them up. And it's really important. The most important thing is that you're doing something vocation wise or hobby wise or something on a pretty much daily basis that is lighting you up and makes you feel good. Something that you enjoy doing. So then we have manifestors. Manifestors are, I like to call them the cutting edge of the collective. They're here to get things started. They're here to initiate things. They are kind of here to start things and then not necessarily finish them. So they're, they're here to say, hey, let's start something new. Let's start something new. And they're always stirring up the pot and kind of getting us to expand and pushing us out of our comfort zone. So they're here to get things started. Projectors are individuals who have definition without a defined sacral center. And then that splenic center isn't, not splenic center, motor centers. There's a motor centers connected to the throat center. So projectors typically are really good at moving specific energies. They tend to have these areas that they can move one thing to another very easily. And they understand, they understand a very specific set of skills. And so they have something very specific that they offer and they're here to kind of guide and be the people who give 
the teeniest, tiniest bit of effort, but that's the most powerful. So they're here to kind of watch. And the best way that I can describe it is like you're at a dinner table and someone across from you is reaching for the salt and the salt's right in front of you. Projectors aren't here to kind of pick up the salt, run around the table, put it on your food for you and like make sure that you have water. You're just here to push the salt. Like all you need to do is push it like an inch. You don't need to give everyone everything. You don't need to be working really hard. It's what's the one thing that people are reaching for and how can you give that to them? So projectors, it's really important that you take a step back and you're looking at what are people actually reaching for and giving only like giving the bare minimum in, in what's expected of you. Then we have reflectors. Reflectors make up 1% of the population and reflectors are all undefined. So all of their centers are going to be undefined and they are these wizards of situational power. So I like to use personal power and situational power is kind of a, those are terms that I use often talking about defined and undefined energy. Everything that's undefined in your chart is going to be an area that you get to access the situational power. You get to see what is there, what the situation is giving you, and you get to shift it, rearrange it, and reimagine it. So reflectors really focus on, and the primary work that they do isn't necessarily internal, but it's being in this external world and recognizing that every situation has a different set of tools for you. Every situation has a different set of unique things that it can give you. It's a unique opportunity. And they're really able to master, um, I don't want to say manipulation, but shifting and kind of riding whatever power is available in the moment. I think that's the best way to describe reflectors. Sure. Okay. Well then let's uh, go back a little bit and talk about the parts that are in your course. Okay. So if you're focusing on like, I was talking about my family and that kind of thing. Like if you know this about yourself or own a business, so maybe even my employees, like it just makes it so much easier. Do you find in your coursework that there are people like you that are living something that they feel like they have to do? They're on a path. They need to do this thing but then this opens up this whole world of aha moments. And then how do you, what is your advice to people when that happens? When that happens and someone has this moment of, oh my gosh, I really am not made to do this thing. Here's what I wanted to do, but I didn't do it because I was on track for this thing. Like what, what happens? What do you see this moment of light bulb? And then what kind of support is there for that? Ooh, absolutely. Um, I have this influence where a lot of my clients quit their jobs. <laughs> good, good. I a love lot it. of my clients, a lot of my clients end up leaving their positions because they want to find something that's more satisfying and more aligned with them. So the work that I do really focuses on learning to trust yourself. And so there's kind of this deconditioning process with human design, because if you can see, like I mentioned, you have this core memory of who you are, you can see the things that are really easy for you and the things that you're going to hear, you're here to learn. And so if you are here to learn something and it doesn't feel easy, you're going to feel guilty for that. I should be able to do this. Other people do this easily. That's going to be an area where you feel like there's the sense of lack. You try and overcompensate there. And so that can affect your self-confidence. That can affect your ability to show up and confidently take action. That can affect your self-assurance. That can affect your self-image. Um, And then other areas where if it is really easy for you, if it's not easy for someone else, there can be that judgment. There can be that somebody once said, you're too loud, you talk too fast, um, whatever it was. So the first thing that I like to look at with human design, once you have these aha moments of, I feel seen for the first time, maybe there is something that I 
want to do, I want to look at what are the tangles? What are the things that you're doing that are holding yourself back? Why are you in a position? Like, what are the mental things? What are the energetic things that are keeping you and that allowed you to stay in and get into a position that doesn't fulfill you and doesn't feel good? So what's keeping you here is really what I want to look at. So we can detangle that. <laughs> we can latch on to a new reality and start moving and taking action forward. So the deconditioning process would be the first place that I look. Um, and then you asked about resources specifically. Yeah. I wonder like if, if someone's coming in, I do love on your website, I've done your master your magic course. Um, there's some other, just some smaller courses. If you don't, if you're not looking to be certified, but like if someone's doing this and they realize, Oh, I am in the middle of something that I don't need to be doing. I don't want to be doing, whether it's a marriage or mm -hmm. a job or whatever, like where, where would you send them? What is the first step? Like, I, <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is like, if I'm in a job that I hate and I know that I'm in this job, like you're nursing and not saying that you hated it, but like you're in nursing, but you know this feeling that the, this is not what I'm supposed to do, but why am I doing this? Like, I'm sure it's this big explosion and then you're untangling it. And then what happens? What's next? I want you to redirect your energy. And so this is where I like human design so much because it gives you this personalized journey because the correct next step for you is probably not the same thing that is that it was for me. Maybe the correct next step for somebody is not, I'm going to go home and I'm going to quit my job tomorrow morning. Uh, right. <laughs> that might not be the correct next step for everybody. So what I love about human design is it gives you your inner authority, which is your intuition. That is a process that you get to learn for how you are designed to make intuitive decisions. You get to practice and play with tuning into your intuition and letting your inner self guide you for the first time, which is a really fun and kind of terrifying experience sometimes. So you get to work on your self-trust and then you get to follow your strategy, which is the action step. That's the action portion. And it comes along with your type. So we have responding, initiating, informing, um, but moving forward, it's really, what do I need to let go of to make space for this new thing? And what can I do now to step into that? So if you want specific resources, Mastery Magic is a great free course to start with. I love that program. That was so much fun. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Thank you. And then let's see, Quantum Calibration is a really good, that's one that I have on specifically deconditioning. So that's a great, that's a great course as well. Yeah. I'll be getting that one up next. Lots of options. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad you brought up the authority though, which is on the way you make decisions. That was my next question. Um, Mine, I'm just, I'm not any, I don't call myself an emotional person. In fact, my husband says I have man feelings. I'm just not, I'm pretty cut and dry and it kind of goes along with all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I was, mine is solar plexus and based on how something makes me feel, which goes along with it. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's so important. Sometimes you're seeing this for the first time and you've never honored the way you felt you never thought you had intuition and it's been there the whole time. And so to uncover that with your clients, I bet it's so good to see, like so exciting to watch someone be like, Oh, I don't have to do that because I don't like the way that makes me feel. Yeah. It's giving those permission slips and feeling mm -hmm. that sense of, it feels like relief. Like yeah. that's genuinely what I can sense in clients when I'm able to rearrange the information so that they see, Oh, 
I don't have to do that. So I was on, um, I got to be a guest speaker on a mastermind call today and we did kind of like hot seat coaching. So everyone was just asking questions. So I was just going through and they'd ask like, oh, based on this, this, and this, like, tell me about marketing. And so we were just going back and forth and everyone was like, oh, so it really is that easy. Like, oh, that's what I thought I wanted to do, but now I feel like I can actually do it. Um, it's this permission slip because especially in a position where you're in a job, there's, you're in a world, you're in a reality where things may not necessarily say that you have permission to just quit. We're not told that that's an option. And so it doesn't feel like a valid option. So to have this permission slip that says, Hey, yeah, you are intuitive. That feeling that you have, that's absolutely something that you can act on. You being miserable at your job is a valid enough reason to contemplate and to make a plan to quit. That is a valid enough reason, even if there isn't some magic sign from the universe, you weren't fired for it. Um, I mean, I, I can't, I've, I see TikToks of it all over the place, but people who uh, I've been there <laughs> sitting in your car, just wondering, what if I just didn't go in today? Mm-hmm. What if I just quit? What if I just didn't show up for this because you don't want to be there? Um, so yeah, it's, it's a really powerful tool to be able to learn what your intuitive process is because it can guide you through those decisions that are kind of scary if you don't feel like you have a lifeline. Yeah. I, um, I want to leave a little bit of human design to people coming to find you. I love that we've been able to spend this time together and kind of go through the biggest points. Um, I think a lot of people are, their eyes are going to be open. I think that, um, what it did for me, it was, it, it wasn't a permission slip to make some major change, but it was a permission slip to live out loud who I actually am. I've been living out loud, but I've also felt a little bit weird about it. And now I just realize it's who I'm designed to be. I can choose what I want to do. I can choose what I don't want to do. Um, it's helped me with my family. It's helped me even, you know, have a grown son. And as he was looking for a job, it's helped me to understand kind of why he liked what he wanted to do and why he didn't. He hated this job he took. And I'm like, it's a job, it's a job. But now I really, I would never ask him to take a job he didn't want to, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of refreshing to know that it's this permission to live who you are made to be. Mm -hmm. On the show, we always ask our guests one question, (laughs) knowing what you know now, what would you tell your younger self? Oh, I think I would tell her to not be so stubborn. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Stubbornness is the reason that it took me so long to actually quit my job. Um, There's, there's a stubbornness in me that resists change when, even when I know it's good and when I'm, when it's coming, but that would be, that would be my biggest advice to previous me that manifesting generator with that defined ego who is determined to control everything and do it, do it all on her own. Um, I would tell her that the world is not out to get you. You do have support. It is safe to trust people and stop being so stubborn. (laughs) That's a good one. I haven't had that one yet. (laughs) That's a really good one. Um, okay. So we talked about what's your website. Let's tell us where people can find you on your website and on Instagram. You have a fabulous Instagram account. I love it. It's I send all the people, all the things from your page. Look, here's how you can be my friend. Here's how I can be your friend. (laughs) Tell us where to find you. Yes. So I'm in the process of rebranding. I built the business intuition lifestyle and then recently realized that I need to kind of expand into a next level. So I'm switching over to Eden Carpenter. So my Instagram is I am Eden Carpenter. And then depending on when everyone is listening to this, my website is either intuitionlifestyle.com or edencarpenter.com. 
But if you go to my Instagram, you'll be able to figure out whichever one it is. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we'll also put that in the show notes um, along with uh, whatever other resources that we talked about during the show. Eden, it was such an honor to spend some time with you. I really am so excited that you chose to come and have a conversation with me today. I'm even more excited to listen back to it and go back through my chart. <laughs> so I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great conversation. I really appreciated the invitation to come and talk today. Well, thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Talk soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Shift Her Podcast. We are here to share stories that inspire so that you can create the life you love now. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review, share on social media, and tell us why it resonated with you. You can follow us on Facebook at ShiftHer, Instagram at ShiftHer.co, and read more about us at www.ShiftHer.co. While you're there, sign up for our High Vibe monthly newsletter, where we share even more inspiration and stories from our Mastermind program. Links from today's episode are in the show notes.